0: fear of the coronavirus has swept the campus and the nations. It's been already over a month to stay at home and quarantine. Many students stopped meeting their friends face to face and at the same time many workers has lost their jobs. According to the Washington Post, nearly half the nation felt this crisis negatively impact their mental health. Some students are worried about not performing their best during this crisis some workers are worried about future laying off, and the unemployed are worried about how long the crisis will continue. We invited Dr. Ofner to talk about the coronavirus crisis impacts on our mental health. Dr. Deborah Ofner is a clinical psychologist in Newton, Massachusetts. She has been counseling teenagers, young adults, and families over the two decades. Thanks for joining us. Dr. Offner, please introduce yourself to our BU News service. My name is Debbie Offner. I'm an adolescent and young adult psychologist
1: working outside of Boston in private practice and as a consultant to independent schools, colleges, and universities.
0: Welcome to join us once again. According to the psychiatrytimes.com, COVID 19 is a unique threat. So stigma and xenophobia are two aspects of societal impact of pandemic. Not only the societal impact of the pandemic, there are mental impacts of the pandemic as the concerns grows. Anxiety-related behaviors, sleep disorders, mental illness may be vulnerable to people dealing with current situation. So my question is, how does the pandemic impact on patients or the students' mental health? The pandemic itself has made all students from all backgrounds more anxious. A lot of people are having more anxiety attacks. Um, A lot of people are having insomnia, um, either sleeping for very short periods or waking up in the middle of the night and feeling
1: anxious or worried. Those are the two main symptoms that I'm seeing. And a lot of people are feeling isolated, especially students who are still away from their families or who might live by themselves or with roommates they don't know that well. So some people are feeling lonely and
0: therefore potentially more depressed. Um, so you already mentioned that insomnia or anxiety might be the symptoms that they currently faced, but maybe some patient might feel something different or weird comparing to the situation that the pandemic happened before. So is there any symptoms, specific symptoms from anxiety? Yeah.
1: So so I think. Um some of the symptoms of anxiety that people are experiencing that they may not know is anxiety would include um, things like um, rapid heart rate or feeling like your blood pressure is going up, um, lightheadedness, dizziness. Um, all of these things um, are signs of anxiety, but they manifest in our bodies. And so these physical symptoms people have. Can also be a sign of anxiety that's important to consider that if you talk to your doctor or talk to family members if you're having these symptoms to consider that anxiety might be causing it even though it feels physical. The other thing some people are experiencing is symptoms of COVID-19 that maybe are not actually COVID-19. So some people might find themselves thinking they have a cough or body ache. And some of those people might be ill, but some people are telling me that they realized later it was just a cold or it was kind of them imagining it in a way because they were so worried about contracting the virus.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. So, so, um, as you mentioned that, um, I just remember that one day I caught, like, just like the example you said, um, I caught a light flow and I was really anxious about the getting coronavirus. And I remember the symptoms of the virus, which is the shortage of the breath. So, like, I was uh-huh. re- really overwhelmed by yeah. this anxiety, yeah. right? So, um, i like the other like some students like me who are worrying about being infected others or in fact those whom they love and fear about losing them during the pandemic so how can people control their anxiety during this pandemic so what can be some coping mechanism um that's a great question and shortness of breath is a big symptom of
1: anxiety and it also happens of course to be a symptom of COVID-19 so that's a really I know um, some of the things they're doing to manage anxiety are meditating every day. Mm -hmm. So meditating is something you do just when you feel anxious. You do it as a regular practice every day so that it gets you into a calmer state of mind for the whole day. And there are many apps that you can easily find online that guide you through a meditation if you don't know how to do it on your own or you prefer to
0: be guided. Mm -hmm. And they're either free or very
1: inexpensive. That's very helpful. Um, Most people I know are finding exercise to be very, very important for managing stress. That's a well-documented relationship Mm -hmm. that exercise reduces stress. And so even though people can't go to gyms, they're running outside with a face covering and social distancing, or um, they are maybe going and um, finding a way to work out in their house, even if it's just body weight resistance, like push-ups, sit-ups. Um, You know, ordering something online, they can use like a small set of weights to just get some physical movement and
0: exercise. Or doing online dance classes, exercise classes, Pilates, there's a lot of free live stream and videotaped classes. That's really great coping mechanism. So, I have the last question. Since it's been over a month that people have been isolated, What's going to happen if pandemic goes longer for several months?
1: Yes, I am worried about that because I think we are facing this um, crisis and the quarantine that's resulting from the virus going longer than we thought. What I'm finding is that the first few weeks for those people that were fortunate enough to be safe and have enough resources at their disposal, there was a little bit of what we would call a honeymoon period where it felt kind of exciting and even though it was scary, there were some fun elements to having the routine disrupted. I think right now, the honeymoon has kind of ended um, because it has been more time, people are tired, people feel more isolated, and also, it's not clear when it's going to end. The uncertainty is very hard. Uncertainty is one thing that makes people anxious in general. People like to know what's going to happen. And right now, it's very hard to know that. So my biggest concern, other than obviously physical health and economic well-being for people is isolation and loneliness. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that people that I know that are in college or in their 20s are doing is trying to stay connected with phone calls, video calls, and also doing things like um, using online resources to just to meet up with friends virtually. So using things like house party to play games with friends, trivia, other ways to stay connected because is bad for our health, not just our mental health, but our physical health, and remaining in relationships is important. I've also seen a lot of young people reaching out to friends they've lost touch with or don't normally have time to keep up with Mm -hmm. just to build more relationships into their lives, and that is a protective strategy for people to do. But I do worry about people getting more anxious and more depressed. Mm
0: -hmm. Thank you once again, Dr. Offner, for joining us. Thank you for having me. As Dr. Ofner said, it is normal to feel fear or anxiety during this crisis. By following the tips of taking care of the anxiety, such as meditating and staying connected to the people around, people will feel better and overcome the stress sooner. Even though the data shared by Washington Post showed that the people of United States felt anxiety and fear, It is better for us to remember that we are not alone and this too will be over soon.